Don't know if he ever played baseball. I imagine back in the day he might have been a little, maybe a catcher or maybe a power-hitting first baseman. Not sure. Welcome in South Carolina State football coach Buddy Pugh to Sports Talk once again. Good evening, sir. How are you? Fine, Phil. How are you? Good. Do you ever have any baseball in your background? <laughs> I tried to play a little bit. I actually came here to South Carolina State to play a little baseball, but, you know, once I got to the football field, I wasn't good enough on the football field to be trying to branch off <laughs> in a different direction. So <laughs> hey. I think I need to own it in a little bit on that football, see if I can survive that side. Don't sell yourself short, my man. Don't sell yourself yeah. short. Well, let's touch on your recruiting class, first of all. First time we've talked to you since uh, signing day. And, man, I tell you what, you've put together an excellent group, in particular to me. And I know you know the players a lot better than I do, but two names that uh-huh. jump off at me, Tyler Smith, the running back from Barnwell, uh-huh. who had a fantastic uh-huh. year, and then Casey Fields, who put on yeah. such a show in the playoffs in the sh- uh, state championship uh-huh. game. Uh, what about those two in particular? What? Those are two talented offensive weapons you're adding to your team. And we need them, too, because we uh, had a tough year last year, and running back was one of the positions that we really struggled at. So I'm thinking that these guys are going to get an opportunity to play early. Tyler is a little bit bigger guy. Casey was bigger than I thought he was. I thought he was a kind of medium-sized guy, you know, maybe one of those 5'9", 190-pound, 175, 80-pound guys. But uh, he got in here, and I got a chance to really look him over good. I think he weighed in at like about 210, Phil, hmm. which was a lot bigger than I had, had imagined. So, you know, I think that, you know, both those guys, both he and Tyler, are, are, are big enough bodies. You know, they developed enough that way that they might be able to play early. Yeah, both of them played in the Touchstone Energy Bowl and had uh, mm-hmm. had great seasons. What about uh, some of the other signees that come to mind that you're – obviously you're happy to get them all, but – you know, a few that really stand out to you. Well, Nigel Johnson, the wide receiver from over Crestwood, you know, was a big old tall guy that can really run uh, wide receivers. We lost Shaq Davis. Hopefully we can replace him. And Jalen Linder, another kid, good basketball player too from down at Bluffton, uh, was, a you know, a, I thought a top-notch guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, offensively we needed to uh, kind of replenish our receiving because we've been – in the skill positions period, we got mat drills going in the morning now. And our uh, wide receivers and defensive backs are a little bit on the thin side. We got a good bit of them kind of banged up, but at the same time, we needed some help there. And then we took a offensive lineman, uh, uh, Cannon Liggins, from over at, uh, uh, what's that, um, old guess, um, Rich Spring Manetta. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's doing real well. Uh, we think he's going to be a good player for us kind of early in the career. And then we took uh, Keyshawn Tony as a mid-year transfer guy. And uh, we've got him here already uh, working out with us. He was a, a tight end kind of looking guy. Played at Carolina for a little while. Went to UT Chattanooga. He's now down here with us. So, uh-huh. you know, we think that we got a pretty decent deal there. So we did some. You know, some pretty interesting things uh, as far as, uh, you know, the offensive side of the ball. And then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, we kind of projected some guys around a little bit. Uh, uh, we took the defensive uh, end where he was more running back on the pocket from, uh, you know, from Anderson, South Carolina, from uh, um, 
uh, or whatever the heck his name high school in, West in side. Anson is. West Side. No, yeah, from West Side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, uh, we think that he's got a chance to be kind of similar to the Godbolt kid that we took from Blackwood a couple years back. And uh, we took a Jordan Franklin kid, a bigger linebacker guy from Burke County over in Georgia. So we got some, you know, pretty decent, uh, you know, personnel that way coming in for us. And, and then we took the Brunson kid. We think he's a maybe a corner, a long snapper, Justin Brunson from Calhoun County. You know, we think's a, a, a pretty good get for us. So, you know, it's a little bit of a of a mystery, you know, just how much we can get out of this class. All these recruiting classes, Phil, you just don't know sometimes, you know, just how long it's going to take some of these guys to develop. Sure. We thought we had a great class last year. And, uh, you know, we still do, but at the same time, we didn't get quite as much out of that group as we probably needed to. We hopefully this spring we'll get a chance to really get a good, solid work on their development. At that point, then we can see if we can turn this team around a little bit. Talking to Buddy Pugh, South Carolina State football coach, what about quarterback? I don't see one in your signing classes. Yeah. There's somebody out there in the portal or somewhere else you might bring in. Do you, you need a quarterback? What? Well, we sort of do, but now Corey Fields is returning for a six-year. Hmm. Um, we'll get him back, and uh, you know, having him was a, you know, was a big deal as far as leadership and uh, experience and that kind of stuff. So if he's good, good that way, then I think we we'll have our guy now. Uh, Andre Washington came on at the very end of our season and played pretty well from Ridgeview. Uh, we had the Prometheus Franklin kid that we tried to go with or I guess maybe when uh, Corey Risner got hurt last year and he ended up tearing his ACL up but you know we think he'll be back by the beginning of the fall so we've got three pretty good ones in play and uh, you know we'll get through the spring to see just how far along we are with all those guys if we don't need one we won't keep we won't take one but if we do coming out of spring, then we'll make that evaluation at that point, then we'll decide what to do from there. As you evaluate last season, you know, coming off your HBCU National Championship and the win over Jackson State and the Celebration Bowl, and uh, boy, hopes were very high going into this season. Mm-hmm. This season passed, but didn't turn out. Three and eight, one and four. As you go back and evaluate things, where did it go wrong? Uh, a little bit of everywhere. You know, we still – you know, taking all our accolades and having a good time, uh, <laughs> doing a little bit of everything, but <laughs> but but preparing to play each week, and then we got banged up in the in the process of it all. We had a real bad year as far as fortunes were concerned uh, and injuries. Uh, we lost Core, we lost Jablonski. You know, we lost uh, uh, Jalen Evans, we lost uh, uh, Dwayne Nichols. So we lost so many bodies until there were times when I didn't hardly recognize our team because, you know, it was just a crazy year that way. So, you know, we had some of that kind of stuff along with the fact that we didn't we didn't pay attention to some of the details that we – teams are different, Phil. Uh, you, you get a different kind of leadership. You get a different kind of – just kind of demeanor about a football team sometimes, and that team just didn't quite come together for us. So we go into the North Carolina Central game. We go into about – Mid-season, we play our first conference game. Actual eventual champion of our league that first game in a, in a tough, hard-nosed football game. Mm-hmm. And we go, we on our way to uh, 
Morgan to play game two and think we're in great shape. Get beat all up, get broken all up there. We lost Cora and Jablonski in the same kind of series and time of the game. And from that point on, we didn't do a thing. So, you know, hopefully we've got, uh, you know, our, our, our wits about us again. You know, we've got to go about our way of, of, of kind of regrouping and going back at it. So, you know, we've, you know, we we think that we've got a chance to really be the kind of football team this year that we thought we were supposed to be last year. We always thought that we were a little bit ahead of the curve a little bit when we got to the celebration bowl the year before. We thought it was last year. So hopefully, you know, we can fix this and get it back in the right direction. And you've done some things on the staff. You've changed some things up there. Bring us up yeah, to date on what yeah. you've got going on there. Yeah, we moved the guy or two around. Um, uh, Bennett Swaggett is no longer our offense coordinator. We brought Kevin McGort back. Kevin was with us, oh, eight, ten years ago. And uh, uh, Kevin's running our offense. And then Chris Barnett, who was the offensive coordinator last year at North Carolina A&T, is now our new receivers coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've moved uh, Steve Bird, who has been our receivers coach for a good many years, to uh, – to running back. So we've changed our offensive staff around pretty good. And Sean Goddard is still with us. He's still coaching our wide receivers. And, uh, you know, at this point right now, uh, the rest of our staff is pretty much the same as it was last year. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, going into the spring, just how much uh, different we are, uh, because it will be a little bit different. But at the same time, I'm excited about what we seem to be putting together and looking forward to seeing you know, what we can do for this uh, coming year. What do you want to see offensively with your new OC? Well, uh, we need to have a little different uh, level of, uh, of of accuracy in the throw game. We need to, you know, have a little bit better percentages. Just numbers in general were down. We just couldn't we, – we, we couldn't execute the third down uh, percentage game. We, we just were down in the low numbers that way and, you know, we just got to be a little bit better team as far as accuracy and that kind of stuff. So, you know, we got to block a little better. We got to design a little bit better. Uh, we got to organize a little bit better. Hopefully, you know, this team can be one that can uh, be back to where we were when we were playing better. We played really good at times the last couple of years on our previous offensive coordinator. But, you know, it was a roller coaster ride. You know, it was up and down, that kind of stuff. Hopefully, this team can start and build some consistency in a way that that you can be pretty much uh, when you get to a game expecting and and, uh, and actually receiving the kind of results you expect. Sure. A few more minutes with mm-hmm. Buddy Pugh, South Carolina State football coach. And as always, you got yourself a tough schedule. You open up against Jackson uh-huh. State in Atlanta, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. you go to Charlotte, and then uh-huh. you go to Georgia Tech, then uh-huh. you'll have an open week. Then mm-hmm. you got the Citadel coming to your place, and that should be great. And then another open week. Uh, yeah. And then you go to you got Virginia University of Lynchburg, Lynchburg. right? Uh-huh. And then Tennessee Tech, Delaware State, and NC Central, Howard, Morgan, and Norfolk. So, boy, I tell you what, I mean, you got six six weeks there of real. Everything's tough, but I'm saying playing up and playing some bigger schools and some tough programs there first half of the season. Yeah, um, they want me to go uh, through this thing and have a, have a real easy time at it. So, <laughs> you know, we get all these passes on our schedule to, you know, go out and <laughs> just get some automatic wins, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's tough now. I guarantee you we'll have 
I work cut out for us. We've almost got to beat Jackson State that first game of the year because, you know, if we go to Charlotte, you know, that would be tough. You know, Charlotte. And what's really crazy about the whole deal is that, you know, there's so many new staffs on that early part of the year. So not only do we, you know, have tough games to start our year, but we have tough games against people that we know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson's staff's new, Charlotte's staff's new, Georgia Tech staff's new, and the Cyril staff. And believe it or not, Charlotte's really the only staff that we don't have a, some kind of real connection to because there are people on all the other staffs that have been on our staff yeah. time to time. So we get a little bit of a feel, you know, for what kind of team they may be. But, you know, it'll be a have-to-learn-on-the-fly kind of a deal against these guys because, you know, they'll be kind of dis- establishing themselves as they start, you know, these new staffs in place. Well, I know you want to wish Maurice Drayton well uh, every <laughs> week of the season yeah. except for one. But yeah. that looks like a good fit, right? Going home, going back to his alma mater, that looks like it's going to be very successful once they, you know, put everything in place with the staff he's hired and the people he's brought in. I, I think they've hit a home run there. What's your take on him going back to the Citadel? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Maurice and Danny Lewis and and Roger Jackson and I mean it's just all kinds of names on that staff, you know that you know resonate pretty much with this South Carolina State side of things. So, you know, those guys are all, um, you know, great friends. And, you know, we hope to, you know, be able to, uh, you know, establish a good relationship with them over the years. But you know what? For that weekend, we're going to be, you know, after each other's fans. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it'll be fun. You know, and, and I'm getting all kinds of uh, exciting kinds of uh little tidbits and what have you, people wanting stuff. Hmm. Uh, Citadel people want to come and want to, you know, in, enjoy themselves, want to tailgate, want amenities. So I'm, you know, I'm hoping that we can use this to raise some money, you know, some of that kind of stuff. But, you know, some of those guys, uh, you know, here in the area. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. It's, it's, you know, I think it'll be a great rivalry that we're going to establish. We play them here this year, and then we go back to them in 24. And, uh, I think we got another couple of years on the on the uh, docket down the road of peace. So, you know, this is something now that looks like, you know, that we're going to continue to develop for some time. That's great. It should be. It'd be an excellent mm-hmm. rivalry. Last thing, we'll let you mm-hmm. go. How about your man, Javon Hargrave? And he didn't mm-hmm. get the ring, mm-hmm. but he played for the ring. But the career he's had, first with the Steelers and now with the Eagles, and he's already got in his career 37 and a half sacks and is turning out to be a dominant player, a featured player on that defensive front. Cause you, how about his development from when you first got, got him out of Salisbury, North Carolina, and developed him now yeah. into a standout NFL defensive lineman? Yeah, I still don't think that's the same guy uh, that we got <laughs> out of high school. And he gets in here that spring, and he's in kind of awful shape. He didn't play that fall prior to, so he sat out of a semester trying to get his grades together, that kind of stuff. And he gets in here. And he's awful. <laughs> I mean, he's literally off. I pick at it, you know. And you know, I said, "We got done all this to get this boy in school. He can't play." <laughs> and he comes back out in the fall, and we can't block him. I don't know if it's the same guy. From that point on, you know, he's been kind of developing, getting a little bit better every time I see him. So we're excited for him. Uh, Eric Dickerson's on that staff too. He was one of the uh, offensive assistants. He was one of our offensive linemen. Played with Hargraves. 
if you can believe that here. And, uh, you know, he was on that on that uh, team with Hargraves the whole time. And, and uh, you know, it's just neat to see those guys have the success they have. And then Ted Cruz was on the, Ted, the vice president of media relations is a South Carolina State guy on the Kansas City side of things. Oh. And Tony Hamilton was with them at the beginning of the year. He moved around a bit. So we've got this NFL thing. Now, it's kind of hard to keep up with what all our guys got. We think we got about seven guys on different teams in the league still. And, uh, you know, we're awfully proud of all of them. And I was pulling for uh, Javon to get a ring, but at the same time, you know, these guys are awfully fortunate. It looks like he just got – the Eagles just did some kind of release deal. Uh, they, they dropped a bunch of guys off of the last year. They contract that kind of deal. I think he's kind of an unrestricted free agent. So it looks like he might be moving on, Oh, you know, to uh, one of the other teams, you know, in the uh, – you know, in the league that way. But now he's still young. He's yeah. I think he's got maybe like five or six years in, maybe some of that neck of the woods. And, uh, you know, he'll make a big payday. I think he made a big payday last year, but he'll really make a big one this time. So it looks like he's, you know, looking for big and, and better things here in the next, you know, coming years. Well, I mean, it wouldn't hurt for some of that big payday to stream its way down to a South Carolina <laughs> State, right? NIL or well, maybe build a building or buy – Buy something for the stadium. You know what, and and we having that conversation with uh, both Javon and Shaquille Leonard now uh, at about the same time. Now, so we're looking forward to putting something together with these guys to try to make something happen. There you, you go. Know, maybe as I kind of work my way out of here, we'll see. If we can maybe make that <laughs> you kind, know, of the, kind of the last little deal. You yeah. ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Last, <laughs> last, last thing. One of your former uh-huh. players and assistants, Nigel Pearson, now the new head coach yeah. at Spring Valley. So, yeah. how about that? Dude? What do you think about yeah. that hire over there, and uh, you know how he will be as a head football coach in high school? Yeah, they got a great hire, and Nigel's a fantastic person, first of all, and and a, and a really good football coach. And uh, his brother Nick is the principal over White though. Oh, uh, so they you know they come from a doggone. Uh, educational, coaching, teaching kind of family that way. And, uh, you know, he'll do a great job for them. They've made a great high on that deal. So I'm looking forward to uh, kind of paying attention to Spring Valley now because we're connecting in a way now that, uh, you know, that we have a special interest in them. Absolutely. Uh, when do you start mm-hmm. Spring Ball? Uh, uh, March the 20th uh, is, our, is our first date. Uh, we're going four days a week, uh, three days at six o'clock in the morning mm. and then on saturdays and uh our spring game is april 15th the day uh on tax day there you go we can all remember that mm-hmm. south carolina mm-hmm. state spring game and pay your taxes taxes do yes, yeah mm-hmm. coach as always <laughs> an absolute pleasure having you with us hope things go well look forward to uh, being back in touch with you see you in the fall sometime and uh, good luck hope everything goes great for you guys all right, Phil. Come and see us this point. You got it, sir. Thank you. All right. Buddy Pugh, the one and only Buddy Pugh from South Carolina State. So State will start spring football practice on March the 20th and will have their spring game on April 15th. Okay. And it sounds to me like there is a definite sound of commitment in his voice, resonating in his voice about – getting back to uh, championship level. 